This is Lionheart, you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, Say My Name, I'm History. Hi everybody, this is Stephen Wilson here from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet and today I am joined by the number one contender for the ICW World Heavyweight Champion. He's one of the most respected men in professional wrestling in the UK, it's Lionheart. Lionheart, how are you doing mate? Very well, thank you very much, how are you? Yes, I'm very good and thanks very much for taking the time no to problem, speak to us tonight. No problem. So, obviously you spoke to <laughs> us in March this year on right before Baromania. Mm-hmm. One of the things I didn't actually get to talk to you at that point was one of the questions we asked all the guys is what actually got you into wrestling? It's just a kind of simple story to be honest. Uh, I was a wrestling fan when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, most people when they grow up they get to the stage they kind of grow out of it. Mm-hmm. I never did. Uh, I got to the point where I decided that that was ultimately what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I started looking up training schools, doing a bit of research. Um, and then that was how it began, that was it. Mm-hmm. How, uh, you started training about, was it about 15 years ago or something you started? Yeah, uh, or? it's approaching 16 years now, I've been doing this, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, long time, too long. <laughs> nah, I've never such things too long with it in this industry. Yeah, could argue with you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we've seen in America, you know, they, they can go on for a while. Yeah. So, obviously, as I said, we talked to you uh, before Baromania, where you obviously took on Jackie Polo mm-hmm. again. And before that match, you spoke about how you were quite confident compared to how you are the, the time before that. <coughs> when you actually came out that night at the Badlands, because obviously the crowd was red hot, I was there, it was probably one of the most red hot crowds up until that point that the company had ever seen. Did your feelings change confidence-wise when you came out, or were you pretty much just focused in the zone for the match? No, I was very much in the zone. I was aware that it was going to be a hot crowd. Mm-hmm. And I went in with the same kind of confidence and mindset that you know I was. I, I knew I was kind of intending to go in with mm-hmm. the crowd that night. Where I think even in hindsight, looking back, there was something special. Mm-hmm. They were one of the best crowds I've had the pleasure of wrestling in front of. To be honest, regardless of what side of the fence they were, they were sitting on for, mm-hmm. for either guy, it was a. Yeah, it was a hot crowd. That one really adds to the kind of the, the confidence and the swagger and the excitement. So yeah, it was a, it was a good night. Like you even said, uh, Badlands is one of your favourite uh, venues to work at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the venue in itself is historic. You know, so you put in like over a thousand rabid ICW fans, and it's, it's going to get good. Yeah, definitely. I would say it was actually a, a really good crowd. The crowd were they were hot for everything. There was, yeah. there was so much actually that came before that night as well. You had uh, Joe Coffey's return as well. So just kind of, everything just kind of added towards that match and it was in a nice wee spot as well with all the cards you know mm-hmm. so that's usually you usually find what well, I've found when I've watched it start, middle and main event tends to be your main ones I don't know you've been in the industry long, a long time kind of I think depending on the show content what happens is I mean the, the shows always start hot because the crowd's excited yeah. and they're ready to go sometimes uh, it can be a really long night for people mm-hmm. sometimes they can get a bit tired towards the end that's not always the case and the ICW fans always you know, kind of give us 100% mm-hmm. uh, most of the time but sometimes it, you know, shows can lag a little bit maybe there's a lot going on there's a lot of matches and just sometimes it can feel like quite a long night mm-hmm. so you, you can find that at times the atmosphere may, may dip mm-hmm. a little bit uh, but you know, it always comes back up at the, at the right times and the crowd are always there for Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, you came out first that night. Mm-hmm. Now, you were standing in the ring, mm-hmm. and you look up at the ramp, yeah. and you don't exactly see the same Jackie Polo that you were expecting. What was your thoughts on the Just Justice when you first seen it? Because, I don't know, I was in the crowd and I was like, I don't know what's happening here. To be honest, that was my... When you guys first saw him, that was me first seeing him. Right. Um, I knew he would do something. Mm-hmm because I just I know what it's like <laughs> and he can't help himself mm-hmm. uh, but 
that was that was my first uh, vision of it. And when I saw it, I just I thought I just shook my head and smiled <laughs> and just thought I don't know why I'm surprised or what I expected anyway. So I knew I knew he would do something. Um, but yeah, when I saw it, I mean, I knew obviously what he was going for the kind of the, the piss take of, of Jeff Jarrett, which uh, I mean, it was for all intents and purposes, it was it was entertaining. It obviously put a lot of effort into it. Couldn't deny him that. But yeah, I just I just shook my head and smiled and thought no, I knew something. <laughs> I knew he would do something. Yeah, it was. You loved the mind games, didn't you? Aye, aye. You know, I didn't really again. The cowboy gimmick, not one I really expected, but... No, not at all. I mean, obviously, he built up to it quite a lot online mm-hmm. with these uh, Just Justice tweets, and nobody really knew what it was about. So I knew it was leading to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I definitely didn't expect him to come out like a, you know, a, a dressed in a, a big white cowboy outfit. But uh, as long as he had fun, you know, that's, that's all that matters, I suppose. Now, even though it was a different gimmick, it was the same kind of... Same guy in the ring, he didn't really change his style very much. To oh yeah, of... definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the get-up was just about mind games, wasn't it? Once he was in the ring, he was there to do a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously there was the match itself, you know. Arguably some people did top, well, most people did top the one that he's put on years before it at the Barrowlands. Um, obviously, what was your thoughts on the match? Obviously taking the finish aside for now. <clears throat> uh, d- despite the, the ending, um, I, I, came away, I came away proud of the effort dare I say that we both put in. Mm-hmm. I think some fans will understand that we went into that match, we had a point to prove, mm-hmm. I think, based on the match that we kind of delivered years previously. So I came away content and happy that we had gone out there and we had delivered what we set out to do. Mm. Yeah, but obviously the finish wasn't really quite what you wanted, you know, you know, you that, that gave him a bit of extra momentum on you to go in two and all from I mean did it hurt more in the first time? My mindset was different the first time because my I was in a bit of self pity the first time because obviously I had come back from the and a lot of the fans had chosen to side with him and that was very on that night during that match um, so as much as the loss was you know uh, so to take from a, a professional standpoint the the crowd reaction I think got to me on a personal level mm-hmm. that night I went into this with a very open-minded I knew he would have his fans mm-hmm. uh, I knew I would my fans so I knew it was going to be split so I wasn't I wasn't overly phased mm-hmm. by the crowd much in, in this occasion in terms of who they were supporting but to go into the match with the confidence that I had to then mm-hmm. still come out without the win was, uh, yeah, it was hard to take. Yeah, because we spoke last time, obviously last year was probably one of the best years you'd had to date. Obviously in the ring, you'd come off that hot one at the Hydro with Van Damme and Zach Gibson, another guy killing it now and right now. Um, so obviously it was like maybe a case that you felt more like, obviously the first time you just came back, so it was maybe a bit of trial, trial enough for yourself, but this time you'd obviously came in on the back of a hot streak, you know? Yeah. I think in a lot of ways I went unexpected to I think that was maybe a, a big part of the problem. Um, I was in great shape, I was delivering you know, matches and performances better than I'd, I'd ever done in my career and I think I went and uh, maybe I was too confident, who knows. Um, but yeah, it didn't, didn't end how I wanted it. Yeah and obviously in the, in the couple of months that followed that, uh, the ICW fan base kind of saw what kind of looked like a bit of a downfall for yourself. You seem to have kind of got 
quite down on yourself for the actual defeat. What was going through your mind in the months afterwards? I just didn't really know what direction I was going to go in. Mm. You know, I had put everything on that match in terms of mm. this is this is the match I need to win, this is the guy I need to beat. Mm. And then obviously it didn't happen. I just, I suppose I was a bit lost. Mm-hmm. in terms of direction and where I was going to go yeah because you described him previously as kind of like that one barrier you had to get to to get yeah. to the ICW World Heavyweight Championship so mm-hmm. obviously defeating him uh, losing to him kind of felt like well maybe this yeah. it looked like it, you didn't know where, nothing else to go with that one mm-hmm. uh, but it did take you, you got a bit of a I think it's fair to say you got slapped out of it a wee bit yeah. I, think that's, I think that's fair to say yeah uh, something like that's one more to describe it yeah probably the, the hardest hit I've ever, one of the hardest hits I've ever experienced in my life but yeah obviously it did the trick so yeah Shaz seems like a guy would be quite good to have in a bar fight well yeah I would well I can, I can uh, well actually no I can't even tell you but yeah uh, yeah I'd, I'd imagine he would be now I thought I'd ask you about this because this is one of the things that's been quite hot with you in the last few months it's kind of round about this time you got a change of theme music yes. in ICW. Did you get told, how much in advance did you get told that they were changing your music? <clears throat> uh, they told us, I'm trying to think what it was, it wasn't really a lot of time. Mm-hmm. We got told, you need to change your theme music. Everyone was, was told the kind of same thing. Um, so if you want to come into the office, we've got a music library here. You can have a listen. Uh, and you can you know you can pick one but we right. need it done by this date mm-hmm. so I mean I think we had like maybe a week or two right. really to kind of and at first I was annoyed because I I mean I thought my music I had was a great fit for mm-hmm. me and, and what I did so I came in and I think I sat for about two two and a half hours just flicking through songs <laughs> and then obviously I got to I got to this one and I thought ah that works <laughs> I can, I can I, that, that fits I can work with this I can work with this so we did it and it's a uh, yeah, it's obviously caught on yeah, a little bit. There are, I think a lot of people say it's a mixed reaction to some of the music changes, but I think your one in particular yeah. was the one that sticks with a lot of people. And yeah. also credit to yourself on that one because you've obviously rolled with it. Yeah. You've now got the merchandise that comes off it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you took the took away it and then went with, went with it, you know? You've so, got, yeah, you've got to run with it when it's there. But I mean, if it's uh, whether it's you know something about your character or your entrance or whatever it is, if it's hot mm-hmm. and the people are into it, then, you know, Run with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just as old as half the roster now. There's that film. My song is more over than me, so that's. <laughs> I know it is a crack dream tune, and obviously it is all over your new merchandise now, it which is, is available yes, on, it is, online. It is available, yes. I'm not going to lie, I've got, the, I've got one myself. Quite right, quite right. Wearing every show, you know. Obviously, I'm not wearing it now, I'm not that it's much of a fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Came straight from the office and all that, so obviously, then you got slapped out of it by Sharp, mm-hmm. and it was a fan's vote actually that actually got you the face Jackie again yes did you take that as a good, quite a good thing that the fans were willing to see you face him again initially no because I was still on my downer right uh, mm-hmm. but obviously you know once it kind of I get slapped out of that and the, the match became more official it was you know I thought right okay well, yeah here we go one more mm-hmm. one more shot at this and let's see if we can do this mm-hmm. And it was quite good as well because you got to do it in a venue. Putting not not many other, not many wrestlers. I think any wrestler been in before. Obviously the O2 Academy. Mm-hmm. Obviously it was a shame how yeah. the venue actually got changed because the company and yourself have had so many good moments there. Uh, what was your thoughts on the O2 Academy as a venue? I thought it was it was very different uh, to what we expected. I think a lot of people went in kind of apprehensive, as you say. Uh, ABC is not a venue we've been in for years we've seen some great moments in there so when the venue 
uh, change happened for obviously um, for those reasons. I think people were a little bit reserved, maybe a little bit disappointed. Mm. I think there was some concern about how the layout would be and just what it would look like. But when you when you walked out and you just you seen the kind of setup, I mean the, the entranceway was fantastic. Oh, they did a great job on that. Massive amazing. HD screen and the, the way that it's it's set up. The you come out on the stage and then the ring is obviously on the floor, but then it levels up and mm. it appears and you just see what appears to be an endless you know, array of people and you just, it was, the setup for it was pretty spectacular it was a, it was a very different style of venue mm-hmm. uh, it was a little bit more kind of old fashioned but I thought it was it was really cool uh, it was a great experience to wrestle there and I look forward to doing it again I don't know from a perspective it was probably one of the, the best venues I've actually been to I was, as many people was quite apprehensive about it because obviously O2 ABC was my favourite thing. I just thought the setup was great, you know. Yeah. I mean, even with a disco ball on the bottom. Yeah. The roof, you know, I still had, added something to it, but because you said there were so many tears, it was like any place you stood, you could see what was going on perfectly. Yeah. And I think as a fan, you well, I used to events, obviously, the most of them being standing. Yeah. Sometimes you don't get the actual view you would like, but everywhere you went, the view was brilliant, yeah, it was, it was teared and everything, so, and there was loads of bars. Well, that's always a bonus, isn't it? That is it, that's always a bonus. Perfect bonus. One on the left, one on the right, one on the back, you know, and there, were, there was never really many cues, so <laughs> it was a winner for me. But great thing for yourself was you and Jackie main evented night one. Yeah. Now, I kind of look back and you, always, you main evented Fear and Logan 5 when you had that four-way match for the, for the championship, but that was in the Classic Grand, it was a smaller venue. Yeah. This was obviously a much bigger crowd. Mm-hmm. How did it feel to you to be chosen to main event? Such a big show like that. It was a pretty big deal. Um, obviously, they did the double header, so they had the, the world title match as the main event in the, in the night too. But to have a match that, for all intents and purposes, isn't a title match, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a match with a feud. <laughs> to be given the responsibility of going into the main event on a, a show that you know the talent that's on the show and some of the matches mm-hmm. that we're putting on, mm-hmm. to be put in the main event position, it's. I mean, it's great, it's a lot of pressure because mm. you really need to deliver and by the time you get to the main event, the crowd's seen everything that they're going to see and again, mm. I spoke about earlier, sometimes it's a long night, you can be yes. a tired. Mm. Uh, so it, it definitely adds, I think, to the pressure of going into the match, but at the same time, you know, you're the main event, so it's, it's a proper buzz. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and obviously, you connect to most people's eyes, delivered again, and surpassed the bout you've had in the barrels. What was your thoughts on this one? And how this went as it was going on? I think in terms of... I mean, the match itself, obviously, the end result went a lot better for me this time. Oh, yeah. uh, crowd reaction-wise, I would maybe argue... And this just might be to do with the acoustics of the venue. Mm-hmm. I would argue maybe that the Barrowland crowd was slightly hotter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, as a whole... Um, I think as people ask me which of the two matches I prefer. Mm-hmm. And I can't pick it. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think they both delivered in their own right, but for kind of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I think they were both really good matches. I'm proud of both matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's difficult for me to, to pick what one. Well, the second one. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Finish to that match in particular. <clears throat> a lot of fans draw back on that one and think it's one of the better finishing sequences they've kind of seen. Yeah. Uh, you kicking out with the Styles Clash. That was that was something else. I mean, did you see when you were putting the Styles Clash off and did you kind of think he's just trying to rub it in? I was prepared for it. Right. There's nothing he won't do. Mm-hmm. 
to stop me. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point. As much as he won the match at you know Baromania, mm-hmm. he, he knew I was going into this with all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So he was he was going to need to pull something out of the bag yeah. to stop me a second time. So I didn't go in knowing for well that I was going to do it. No. I, I was prepared for it. Yeah. But I think that moment when you got up from that one, as you said, the Badlands crowd was hot throughout, but I think the moment that you got up from that one, on the one count, yeah. the crowd just it's erupted, you know? Definitely one of the biggest reactions I've probably had mm-hmm. in my entire career. Yeah. And obviously, I pretty much hit every move in your, all your moves yeah, in your arsenal and got this gut Yeah. And I can perfectly describe the way it was because on the podcast, we have kind of got this 50-50 thing between yourself right. and Jackie Polo yeah. and uh, at the Battlelands the Jackie Polo one to myself was one of the Lionheart guys ripped us to shreds <laughs> so I don't know if you maybe noticed this you can obviously see us in nice stuff in demand but the moment that you win that match right. five of us in the crowd just join in and do this big massive bouncy just in a, just huddled around and about in this big we were going absolutely right, okay. bonkers <laughs> obviously you didn't think you see that but it was <laughs> It's something you have to see, believe. Trust me, we kind of just got sucked in with the moment. But that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. So good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. So, yeah. So, you obviously, you finally got to beat him. Mm-hmm. Did you kind of think you overcame that hurdle, that final hurdle at long last? And how, how did that feel to finally do that? Yeah, I thought, I mean, that, that was a big kind of weight off my shoulders, really, in general. I thought, right, I can just, I can move past this, I can put this guy mm-hmm. in the rear view mirror. I don't need to deal with him again. Mm-hmm. This is, I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I've got my, my sights firmly set on the next goal. Yeah, you came out the, the night after it yeah. and declared that you wanted to face the intention very clear. The winner of that match, which at the time you thought was either going to be DCT or Stevie. Yeah. But we'll come to that in a wee minute. Until first thing, before I go to that one, I kind of want to talk about kind of since that match, you've kind of faced a few guys that you've never really faced in an ICW ring before. Mm-hmm. The likes of uh, Max did. You obviously faced uh, Ashton Smith pretty recently. Yeah. You've got to face a lot more fresh faces over the last few months. And I've heard a lot of people actually say that I've not seen a bad Lionheart match in 2018. You kind of take it uh, that down a lot to the guys you're facing, mm-hmm. being able to face a lot of these fresh guys. Obviously, no disrespect to the other guys, but is it good to kind of face a lot more new faces in the up and coming scene? Yeah, definitely. I mean, some of the guys have been facing are, are pretty hot in their own right, like Ashton Smith, he's mm-hmm. part of NXT UK at the moment, which is obviously doing massive things. Uh, Adam Maxey, does, I mean, he's absolutely everywhere. Oh, Just yeah. now, he was a big part of the, the relaunch of WS on ITV. Uh, and he's, he's, he's quite well known for his kind of reality TV show, appearing uh, some things like that as well. So it's it's good for me to go in there and test myself against different people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and show that I can go against a variety of different opponents. And it's not just about going out and kind of, you know, wrestling almost to kind of the same old people and the same old matches. And throw yourself in there with someone that's kind of rarely seen up this end of the country and all of a sudden it becomes a lot more interesting and engaging for the fans. Mm-hmm. So if you can then deliver good matches uh, from that, it's, yeah, everybody wins. Yeah, definitely. And they were both fantastic matches. They also did good with Keely Ray as well, actually. Again, it's something different. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's people, it's one of those kind of ones that the match graphic goes up and people look at it and think, huh, that's different. That may be good, but they don't really know. So the curiosity gets them and they want to, they want to see it. And that's I think that's what uh, a lot of what ICW was trying to achieve with us. Sometimes curiosity sells tickets, you know. So it's a good approach. Now, obviously, 
you declared that you wanted to fight for the ICW World title, but you did have, you did have to earn that against BT. Mm-hmm. But obviously before that, you kind of felt confident you were going to face the champ. Now at that point, it was DCT. Yeah. What was your thoughts when then DCT was to lose it to Jackie Polo? Was it one of those ones you think, not him again? I was annoyed because I didn't see it coming. I think most people seen it um, coming initially when they when they when they turned on. I don't know. I don't know why. Like when it happened, I just thought, of, of course he's done that. Mm-hmm. You know, of course he's done that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's actually what it was like. It was no disrespect to DCT, but yeah. it was he took the office easy boy, but he was just mm-hmm. there to kind of he was just taking out his misery, mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I was shocked when it happened, but then when I kind of processed it in hindsight, I just thought. Why has nobody seen this, seen this car? Of course that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. Of course that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously the he did pick up the win because he is now the champion. You yeah. know? And uh, kind of now with that one, he's got uh, an extra body in tow now. Yeah, and, uh, I didn't see that one coming, definitely not. And Coach Trip, you mean, that's, that's obviously something going to the Hydro you're going to have to keep an eye out for, as we kind of seen at the recent garage statement where yeah. he appeared in the crowd and caused a sort of distraction that obviously led to you losing to Ashton Smith. Yeah. But at least kind of, you're, kind of, you're kind of wary of it now, which is a... I know he's there. I know he's there. I'm sure he'll make his presence known mm. and you know make himself a factor in the match if he can. But yeah, I know he's there, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But probably something you maybe never really seen come at that point was uh, no longer Chris Justice, but now back to Jackie Polo, where he kind of went with the, you may have beat Just Justice, but you've never beat Jackie Polo, and... To say he kind of hit you with a cheap shot, mm-hmm. I think might be an understatement on that one. Did you see the Just Justice going away at this point, or did you think that was going to come back into the mind? No, I just thought he would keep doing it because in my mind I thought this guy thinks he's annoying me with this, so he's just going to keep doing it. Um, he's obviously he's obviously switched gears mm-hmm. a little bit. Whether that that's because. Uh, I beat him as just justice and he doesn't feel that that's who he needs to win to the high glass, I don't know, but uh, no, I can't say I saw that coming to be honest. Mm. And does that does that change your approach in any way? Or are you still going in with the exact same mindset that it's just obviously it's the same right he's the same guy at the end of the day behind the gimmick, you know? It just makes me more determined to that one, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Well, we've seen your reaction after, obviously, when you got back up and played at Gary show, you were determined to get to him. But obviously, you're facing him, and it's going to be at Fear and Love and Eleven. Yes. It's going to be at the Hydro again. Now, last couple of years, you've had some great great matches and great memories from the Hydro. Obviously, you got to take on RVD. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of RVD, but this time, you're again going to be main eventing. You're going to be main eventing, and it's obviously at the Hydro. How does it feel to be main eventing such an arena? I don't think it's been yet. To be honest, the Hydros in the arena, the events that the Hydros seen, the, the wrestlers that have stepped foot mm-hmm. in that building, um, even just as a part of ICW, I mean, this is a building that's had guys like Finn Balor and Kurt Angle and RVD and Rey Mysterio, they've all been in this building performing under you know the ICW banner. So to go back to that venue mm-hmm. as part of the main event is just... How do you prepare for that? I know, it's, you know just like, I mean? it's, such, it's such a big crowd, you know. Yeah. Obviously, the, the first one obviously had 6,000 people. Mm-hmm. You probably get something up for that, depending. I'm not obviously sure the exact mm-hmm. figures. But just to have that amount of people cheering, you know, 
and they've kind of with the setup a bit different this year as well. There's going to be a lot. There'll be a lot more seats around it as well. So yeah, I think, I think that, yeah, I think they're kind of pressing the kind of the seating thing in general. I think that's been a popular choice for, for fans uh, as a, again it goes back to sometimes it's a long night I think some people prefer standing but there are values will be absolutely top notch the card is the card is mental when you Wait. look at the card so far from top to bottom Queen of Insanity match yeah. DLC match yeah. Yeah, James Storm's obviously going to be there mm-hmm. there's so much actually there's so much going yeah, on in that coffee night. versus coffee oh, that yeah. and an ICW stage has been a long time coming mm. that's uh, that's pressure to follow a match like that mm. right. it's just, it's just, even you just listen to the ones you kind of think yeah. oh, don't you know how that yeah, just to follow that one you know so it adds a bit of extra pressure uh, something that potentially could also add a bit of pressure is your record of fear and loathing is a bit mixed okay but one thing Jackie we've also, I've also spoke to Jackie in the last week and he's he's pretty much saying about his undefeated streak at fear and loathing his exact words he is the undisputed match fighter right in ICW how, you, how do you react to him saying that and that record that he's got you're only, as, far, as far as I'm concerned you're only as good as your last match <laughs> and the last time I was in the ring with him I beat him mm-hmm. so that's all I'm focused on mm-hmm. so you know it's great to talk about what we've done in the past but I, I don't care what he did a year ago mm-hmm. or two years ago or three years ago it's, it's not relevant there isn't even singles matches we've done it with his tag team mm-hmm. so he can talk about prize match fighting all he wants. It's, I'm going in with one goal and I'm either leaving with that goal or I'm leaving and I'm not coming back. Yeah, that's the thing that's yeah. going to come back on you. You decided to put essentially your career yep. on the line, which is also something he actually commented on. He called you putting your career on the line cringe and all he sees with that now is a reckless, desperate, unprofessional challenger who seems determined and crazy to try and prove that he's better than him. How accurate is that statement? It was the one thing I could offer him mm-hmm. that would make him mm-hmm. put the belt on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't force him to step in the ring with me. I knew he wasn't going to be in a hurry to do it. Mm-hmm. The whole point of him double-crossing his mate Mm-hmm. and taking the, the world title was to stop me getting it so he wasn't going to be in a hurry to jump in the ring with me uh-huh. so this is the one thing that I know he wants and if I can't meet him and I can't be the ICW world champion there's, there's nothing left for me to do here yeah now I'm going to talk hypotheticals with you at the moment because obviously this yep. could be one of the last interviews you do if things don't go well at the time, but if that is the case how would you look back on your career because obviously you've done so much you're probably one of the most decorated UK wrestlers there is you know I'll always wish I'd done some things differently mm. uh, made some great memories made some great friends mm. it's, it's a lot of fun there's been a lot of hard times mm. um, and there's, there are things I would change but all in all if I lose I'll walk away content with what I've done mm. um, and I'll walk away content that I did my part for Scottish wrestling. Is there anything in particular that you wish you would have done? Maybe maybe years years prior? I wish I'd got it sooner Mm. in my head. Uh, I wish... Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mm. I wish I knew then what I know now. Mm. Um, I wish... At the time, as I was growing up and doing wrestling, I always convinced myself I was doing my best 
Mm. I was trying my hardest and doing everything I could to you know, make it. Mm. Uh, but you know, you get to I'm nearly 36, and I look back and I realise I was hardly bothering my ass, to be honest. Uh, there's so much more I could have done mm. physically and, and mentally. There's just and again, it's hindsight. If I'd known then what I know now, maybe things would have been very, very different. But I can't, I can't uh, grumble or be bitter or sad about where my, my career has ended up or the direction that I've went in. Uh, the position I'm in now, I'm massively fortunate. Mm. I get to still do this, which is quite frankly something I shouldn't be doing, mm. um, considering the injury I had. So, you know, again, hindsight, isn't it? Uh, mm. Maybe I would have done things differently, but I can't complain with where I'm at. Yeah, and suppose when you say that kind of the neck injury probably changed so much for you just to even be able to walk again, walk, let alone wrestle, yeah. you know, so it kind of gave you that different mindset on the industry and that kind of stuff. And you've done, you, you do so much, obviously, you've got uh, the GPWA, you've got the Pro Wrestling Elite, you know, you've got such a great business acumen for business. I mean, I got that close hand from you when you spoke to me about the business of wrestling recently as well, mm-hmm. so you are dedicated to the industry, which is always good as well, but you see, you just said in that interview as well, you've also got other jobs, you've got your fat, you've got life, you yeah. hug, you know. Yes. <laughs> Priorities. So there is, there is lots of there, but obviously, would you kind of take the, said in that interview that you're happy with where you are, with your other commitments? Yeah. If you want to be actually wrestling, would you take the, the PBWE stuff forward a bit more, or are you, ha- are you still, ha- you still be happy with where it's at? I would try I mean, the shows that I run, between that and the school, I mean, that's probably enough to keep me involved to the, the point where I would, you know, I would con- continue to be happy and content. Uh, I may look to, you know, progress and run more shows or expand out of the, the area that I promote in. Obviously, as far as the school goes, we've just opened up at a second school. Even back here. So, yeah, there's, I mean, there's always room for building and expanding and moving forward. So, yeah, who knows what the future will be. That just had its First uh, set of classes, yeah, just, yeah, just Sunday there with uh, Red Lightning. Yeah, he, he seems to be the guy who's kind of just, like, a lot to drive that one. He's, yeah. He spoke to us about it uh, a few weeks ago when he was just launching it as well, and he seems really determined to hit. No, it is definitely, he's definitely the, I, I would guess, the, the kind of mind driving force behind the GPWA. He does as much as we're more involved in the kind of physical training aspect, he's very much. You know, behind the scenes and driving the kind of business side of things, and he works very hard. He does a lot. Yeah, definitely, he's a very hardworking man. Obviously, when he has also he's, he's training as well. He's been training to get back in the ring. He is. He's, he's had a he's had oh, a match up yeah, to the Yeah, uh, that one with yeah, yeah, the So he's uh, sober, sure. I think that was kind of testing the water, and I think uh, he came out feeling okay. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Two thousand nineteen, I think. He's done a couple of weeks as well in Aberdeen. Uh, you know, that's yeah. that's that'll be an interesting one as well. If he's going up to Aberdeen. I've got a lot of eyes on that. I look forward to watching that myself, actually. Yeah. Have you done? Have you wrestled much in Aberdeen at all, or is this one? Is this? To be honest, I used to wrestle quite regularly. I didn't for a long, long time, and then I was actually there a few weeks ago for a company called WrestleZone. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was up there for them. This is me going back up for ICW. So out with that, ordinarily no, but strangely, this will be my second visit and come on. Yeah. And there's quite a good. So we up there for the rest. They do, they what? do very well in that area in general. Um, passionate wrestling fans, so it should be a really, really good show. There's actually a lot of guys from Aberdeen that come down to Glasgow. Yeah. For ICW shows, so I think the fact that they've now got a show. Ah, it's a trend and, as well. It's a stacked card as well. Gangrel's going to be there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Gangrel and Jack Jester, what more do you want in life? I know, and Sugar Dog's done that too. One, yeah. one of the hottest guys in the circuit right now. But going back again to Logan. 
talking about this one, this one. What's your perception? You just, you're going to go in there, focus as you were in the last two encounters, just get the job done. That's the plan. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that's 100% what's happening because I know in my experience it might not go how I want it to go. Mm -hmm. uh, but either way, I'll leave with my head tail tied. Mm -hmm. You got any surprises in store, anything big coming up? You know, some people like a big entrance in these big shows. No, you know, you're not really a big entrance man. He will. Oh, he will. Yeah. Absolutely, no doubt in my mind. Uh, but you know, that's that's his priority. He would he would rather do that and try and in my head. I would rather just walk to the ring with thousands of people singing my theme music and get in and uh, you, don't need, you don't really need anything else when you've got that feet in there. God, that's going to be amazing. Really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that now. So, quickly before we finish it, I'm sure it's just like making fashion. Couple some quick fire questions. So, yeah. I'll give you a couple of options. Just say the first thing comes to head. Okay. So just quick one. First, uh, Rock or Austin? Rock. I don't know why I asked that one. Like, come on, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> uh, night in or night out? Night out. Ah, of course. These are getting these are too easy. Trish or Leah? Oh, Trish. Mm, interesting. Uh, Cody or Omega? Omega. Uh, Xbox or PS4? No, not a gamer at all. I'll say Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I do have an Xbox for my Netflix, but that's all I use it. Hey, we'll go with that one. That's better, <laughs> that's better than nothing. Uh, Favourite wrestling pay per view of all time? Uh, SummerSlam 2002, I think. Rock, Brock. Oh, that one. Hell of a card. Hell of a match. Angle win. Yeah, full card, man. Full card. Absolutely brilliant one. Uh, your dream opponent that you've never faced? I always say the Rock, but I'll say, because I've just said that already, the Rock Austin. Chris Jericho. Ah, great choice. What big, a lot of Jericho fans in there. Listen to us. Uh, your favourite tag team of all time? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> Thank you, Party. Oh, oh, you need to go to the film. What about, what about in America? Uh, oh, of all time? Aye. Damn. <laughs> They'll appreciate it though. They'll appreciate I've been, you. I've been watching this too long. Maybe the Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah. That's a fine choice. You can't even be poor on with them. And finally, um, your favourite active wrestler worldwide now. Active now? Yeah. Oh, Chris Jericho. Oh, he's, still, he's still the man, isn't he? Oh, he's still going strong, mate. Ridiculous. Any man that can sell out cruise ship on wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's absolutely phenomenal. I think it's probably the best he's been in years as well. I know, he's just, he's got this incredible knack to just keep himself, like, almost like the number one player. It's crazy. And he can still, still in amazing shape, can still, can still go. It's just, He's a testament to what absolutely you can do. He's the man. Yeah, he is the man, absolutely. A lot of people will be pleased to hear that. So, yeah, that's the last of those quick fire questions. So, again, thanks to yourself, Lion Health, no for joining us. So, Pleasure. if you want to hear this and any more of interviews, please subscribe to us on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, obviously, you can catch Lion Heart at 311 at the SSE Cathedral. We've also got some uh, Pro Wrestling Elite shows coming up as well towards Christmas time. Do, yes, December 15th from the Citadel on air. Tickets online. Right and same as well, you're also on um, Preston City Wrestling at the moment. Yes. CCW on next time there, I believe December 29th. Down there. Which is on, t it's on TV as well. Yeah, it's on, uh, follow Thursdays or Saturdays. It follows on from uh, TNA, Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, on the Fight Network. So, everywhere on TV just now. Rev Pro on TV as well. Yeah, it's all happening. Aye. Wrestling's the place to be. It's 2018, going to 2019. So, again, thanks for taking time. Pleasure, mate. And, Thank um, you very much. Yes, we'll see you later. Say my name, I'm history. Listen, I don't care what the f 
you think you're doing, whatever you think is more important with your life, you're honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the f*** you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now!